Hello and welcome to today's episode of Yay Can Do. It's Paula with you again for my solo show. And for those of you who've been listening over the last couple of weeks, you might have heard Bernie asking me to talk about my philosophy about money and everything to do with financial abundance. Now, of course, it's a loaded topic at the best of times. And as many of you listening will know, I've certainly had my own struggles throughout the last 10 or 20 years. But I'm here to share with you today how I now think about my financial life and how the principles of Ye Can Do really inspire me with bigger and better beliefs about this whole area of feeling financially abundant. Of course, it's something that's normally kept very private. So even sharing these ideas with you today has brought up plenty of resistance and imposter syndrome. I'm wondering who on earth am I to talk about the topic? But I do love the idea that we teach what we need to learn. So I'm seeing this episode today actually as an opportunity for me to reflect and remind myself of some of the key principles I believe around this whole area. So my first and most fundamental belief is that what we focus on increases. I believe the universe is made up of pure potential, an energy which creates reality in direct response to our dominant thoughts, attention and emotions. And of course, the physical actions that we take in the world as a result of those mental and emotional energies. It's a big topic. We've all heard about the law of attraction. And for me, it was made most clear at a time I was already worried about money in a job that I felt very vulnerable in back in 2006 and 2007. I worked for a badly funded technology startup company, so our salaries were not being paid on time. As a result, before I went to bed every night, I would check my tiny bank balance and wonder and worry whether I could pay my bills. I would go to sleep in a state of anxiety and then wake up in a state of dread. So, as you can imagine, the days in between weren't exactly fun. Eventually, I changed jobs in order to escape that feeling of vulnerability. But I hadn't changed anything internally. So, unfortunately, things first went from bad to worse. I was made redundant and then I had no salary, not even a late one. It was then I really, really let this sink in. It was then I realized just how much energy, attention and focus I had been placing on my lack of money. It truly was creating my reality. So I decided I had to dramatically change and do the exact opposite if I wanted to experience the exact opposite. Many of you have heard that story before, but to this day, I'm blown away by the power of replacing those limiting beliefs about money with abundant ones, using the power of a daily practice of silence, intention and affirmations, which I'll talk about again later. So this is my foundational philosophy, that what you focus on increases. And of course, we all need to think about balancing our budget. But it's essential to do that from a place of possibility and trust and realize when our dominant thoughts are filled with worry or a feeling of lack. And I do know it's counterintuitive 
particularly when we're not feeling currently in a state of abundance. Our brains become focused on survival. So every threat, whether it's physical or financial, or whether it's real or imagined, do trigger a state of anxiety. Sometimes we're not even conscious of it. And in fact, I think the biggest challenge is when this becomes our default subconscious state. So again, towards the end, I'll talk about some ways to overcome this if you believe it's something that you're struggling with. My second principle of financial abundance is the power of expectation. Our expectations are also a result of our beliefs. And I believe we live our lives with the set point in our mind of how much money we deserve and how much abundance we experience. Many of you experience this if you've spent any time in business or the corporate world. We accept a starting salary that feels fair. And then as we feel accomplished or increasingly competent, we expect and earn gradual increases and promotions. But we never seem to experience any real feeling of wealth. It seems that our lifestyle, expenses and responsibilities grow in exact proportion to our income. And so our lives change and grow and look different on the outside. But our experience on the inside doesn't change because those expectations have, haven't changed. So this set point of how abundant we feel is exactly what we need to focus on. For example, if you think about many high-profile business owners and entrepreneurs, what you'll notice is that their expectations are dramatically greater. They think big, they expect more, and therefore they attract more. And I have to say, it has proven to be remarkably true for me. After many years as an employee, with gradual increases in my salary, I did finally decide to become self-employed and to dramatically change that experience that I talked about. And I don't just mean the amount of earning. I mean, I really wanted to change the experience of earning effortlessly, working flexibly from anywhere in the world at whatever time of day of the week I chose. And of course, feeling like I am being of service. As a result, even though everything has changed on the outside, the type of work I do, the length of my contracts, in fact, my income and output has gone through dramatic changes, but what hasn't changed is my experience of living this easy lifestyle, middle-class income that feels plenty. So what has remained identical year in and year out is that fixed set point that I mentioned earlier and now has become what I truly feel like I'm worth. So again, my set point and my beliefs are creating my reality. My third principle of financial abundance is to treat others as I would like to be treated. This is also known as the idea that you must be the change that you wish to see in the world. Life does reflect back to us what we give out. So this for me means that anyone who works for me, I pay them quickly and joyfully for their time and service. I had some clients in the past who really paid me slowly. So now I am much more explicit about my expectations and my payment terms that I expect. And of course, that I also honor with my own suppliers. 
Now I have one particular client who pays us so quickly and so easily, usually within about three days of me sending the invoice, even though I've given them 30 days of terms. As you can imagine, they get even more exceptional attention from me on anything they need. And I love that idea that there's a real win-win feeling of working with them. They don't wait till the last minute to pay the bill. It's also something I remember noticing during the pandemic. I watched an interview with MasterCard and their chief marketing officer mentioned that the one thing they did immediately after COVID struck was to start to pay their suppliers faster. Honestly, I hope someday I can shake that man's hand for such generosity. That degree of integrity is what I constantly aspire to in my own life. So again, quite simply, treat others as you'd like to be treated from a financial perspective. So with those three principles, as promised, here are some practices that I believe help us align our actions and our intentions. Firstly, there's an important idea around the subtle but critical difference between trying and being, and again from an energetic perspective. The way I've seen this described in the past has been to act as if, and this is something you can do in any moment of any day. I've definitely experienced it sometimes, perhaps going for a walk, acting and feeling as if I was abundant in that exact moment. Feeling super wealthy, rather than my current reality of a middle-class income and still having to work very hard. It's using your imagination, and I do find it challenging, but it can be strangely effective. And I've definitely had some unexpected projects and some extra money emerge as if from nowhere on a couple of occasions when I've been practicing this. The key that I learned is that the universe doesn't try. It simply does. So while there's something in this I definitely don't understand, I know there's a powerful way to co-create with the universe that is available for us to connect with. My second practice is to pay attention to people who've achieved what I'd like to achieve. They say we're the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So while I'm blessed to be surrounded by a loving circle of family and friends, we're all still working hard to live a comfortable life. And none of us have yet achieved complete financial freedom or been able to retire early, which I think is something that lots of us would love to do. So in order to really, you know, pay attention to people who've achieved the things I'd like to, I think you all know, I listen to loads of podcasts, I attend conferences, I read the books. And now, of course, I'm talking about these possibilities, including this wonderful show with Bernie, as ye can do. It's becoming an important channel for me to have inspiring conversations about living my best life which actually really includes the idea and possibility of financial freedom. I haven't achieved it yet, but I'm really focused on it. And now talking about it openly. My final practice is my daily ritual of silence, intention and affirmations, which a lot of you have heard me talk about last week as part of my miracle morning. I encourage you to all go back and listen to it if you haven't heard it. But in simple terms, I am again spending at least 20 minutes every morning in intentional silence. 
followed by repeating a simple affirmation around my current goal. Sometimes that's financial, sometimes it's something else personal or professional. When I write my affirmations out, I always use the words I am. And I always ensure the intention includes an explicit benefit that the outcome will be for the greatest good of everyone concerned. After the meditation, I repeat the affirmation about 10 times to let it sink into my subconscious mind as a new belief and possibility. Then I simply get up, go to work and get on with my day. So that's it. I hope you can understand the principles of positivity, possibility and taking action that we love with this podcast. And I really hope you can apply some of the principles and practices in your life too. If you want to discuss any of these ideas, I always love talking about them. So please do drop me an email. Quite simply, it's paula at jcandu.com. Also, please do sign up to our new email newsletter on yecando.com homepage. It's just there in the right-hand side of the homepage. That's where we're going to share all of our episodes and insights like these in the weeks, months and years to come. I wish you an abundance of health, wealth and happiness. And thank you for listening.